Chapter Twenty One of The Orphan. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Orphan by Clarence E. Mulford. Chapter Twenty One The Announcement. About thirty people sat in a circle on the grass in the grove on the AY, engaged in taking viands from the well filled plates which made the rounds. Keen humor from all sides kept them in roars of laughter. Humble and Bill provoking the greater part of it. Humble sat next to Miss Ritchie, while the orphan and Bill flanked Helen, the sheriff next to his new foreman. Humble's face had a look of benign condescension when he allowed himself to bestow perfunctory attentions on the members of his outfit, which he graciously called, "'Purty fair punchers, in a way.' Crawford, the former owner of the A.Y., sat next to Shields and when the lunch had reached the cigar stage, he arose and cleared his throat. "'Ladies and gentlemen, Bill and Humble,' he began amid laughter, "'I have been regarded as the host of this picnic, and the false position embarrasses me. But any such momentary feeling is compensated by the importance of what I have to tell you. When I took up the A.Y., it was with the determination to keep it and to spend the rest of my days on it in peace this I have found to be impossible, and in consequence I have turned it over to a better man. The energy which I have seen applied in the right way for the last few weeks has assured me that the A.Y. will soon be second in importance and wealth to no ranch in this country. I have seen order, system, emerge from chaos. I have seen five thousand cattle rebranded and taken care of in such dispatch as to astonish me and be almost beyond my belief. The sheriff has been as economical in the use of his energy as he can be in the use of his words. By that I don't mean in the way that is causing you to smile, but simply that he knows how to accomplish the most work with the least possible expenditure of effort and time, as witnessed by the condition of this ranch today. But while he has been the guiding spirit in the work of putting the ranch on its proper footing, he has had as good assistance as it is possible to find. I don't wish to tire you with any long speech, for brevity is the soul of more than wit, so I will close by telling you that the A.Y. is in new and better hands. Our sheriff is now its owner, and I extend to him my heartiest wishes for his success in his new venture. I must thank him and all of you for a very pleasant day, and a memory to take east with me." For an instant there was intense silence, and then a small battle seemed to be taking place. The noise of the shooting and cheering was deafening, and smoke rolled down like a heavy fog. The sheriff met the rush toward him and put in a very busy few minutes in shaking hands and replying to the hearty congratulations which poured in upon him from all sides. Everybody was happy and all were talking at once, and Bill could be heard reeling off an unbroken string of words at high speed. The orphan fought his way to his best friend and gripped both his hands in his own. "'By God, Sheriff!' he cried. "'This is great news!' and I'm plumb glad to hear it. I hope you have the very best of luck, and that your returns, both in pleasure and money, far exceed your fondest expectations. Anything I can do is yours for the asking." "'Thank you, son,' 
replied the sheriff, looking fondly into his friend's eyes. "'I'm going to call on you just as soon as I can make myself heard in all this hullabaloo. Just listen to that!' he exclaimed as Silent let loose again. "'Glory be!' yelled he of the misleading name, slapping Humble across the back. "'For this you ride home like a white man, Humble. All your sins are forgiven. Hurrah for the sheriff, his family, and the A.Y.!' he shouted at the top of his lungs. And his cheer was supported unanimously with true cowboy enthusiasm and vim. "'Hooray for me, too!' shouted Bill in laughter. Then he fled, with silent and hot pursuit. The sheriff tried to speak, and after several attempts was finally given silence. "'Thank you, everybody!' he cried, his face beaming. "'I am happy for many reasons today but foremost among them is the fact that I have so many warm and loyal friends. The A.Y. is always open to all of you, and I'll be some disappointed if you don't put in a lot of your spare time over here." He paused for a few seconds and then looked at the orphan, who stood at Helen's side. "'Mr. Crawford did his part a whole lot better than I can do mine, I'm afraid, but I'm going to do my best anyhow. The news has only been half told. The name of the new foreman of the A.Y. henceforth will be the Orphan. Whooper up, boys!" he shouted, leading a cheer which was not one whit less a cheer than those which had gone before. The Orphan stared in astonishment, for once in his life he had been surprised. The sheriff at last had the drop on him. He looked from one to another, started to step forward and then changed his mind and looked appealingly at Helen, who smiled in a way to double the speed of his heartbeats. Her eyes were moist, and the sudden consciousness that she formed half of the objective of all eyes caused her cheeks to go crimson. Her hand impulsively went to his shoulder, and without thought on her part, and his incredulous questioning was answered by her. "'It's all true,' she said earnestly. I've known of it for a whole week now. You are the real foreman of the A.Y., and I most earnestly hope for your success." He suddenly seemed to be above the earth, and his voice broke in his stammered reply. For a fraction of a second her eyes had told him what he had dreamed of, what he had hoped for above all things, and he grasped her hand for a second as he stepped forward toward his new employer whose hand met his with a man's grasp. "'Thank you, Sheriff,' he said, his head whirling from the surprises of a minute. "'You've been squarer and fairer with me than any man I've ever known, and hell will look nice to me if I don't make good with you.' "'Thank you, boys. Thank you, Bill. You're all right, every one of you,' he cried as his friends crowded about him. What the sheriff said about warm friends was the truth. Thank you, Bud and Jim. Thank you, Blake. You're another brick. Good God, what I have gained in two months! I can scarcely believe it. It seems so like a dream. That's a real warm grip, all right, though," he exclaimed as he shook hands with Humble. So I reckon it's all true. Two months, he marveled. Two glorious, glorious months. A new start in life a loyal crowd of friends, uh, and all in two months. 
And there is the man I owe it all to!' he suddenly cried, pointing to the sheriff. "'There's the whitest man God ever made! Now kill the man who says I lie!' "'Good boy!' shouted Bill in enthusiastic endorsement. "'You two make a pair of aces what can beat any full house ever got together, and I'll lick the man who says I lie!' he yelled pugnaciously. "'The orphan may be an orphan, all right, but he's got a whole lot of brothers!' Mrs. Shields walked over to the orphan and placed a motherly hand on his shoulder as he recovered. "'You won't be an orphan any longer, my boy,' she said, smiling up at him. "'You're one of us now. I always wanted a son, and God has given me one in you.'" End of chapter 21